Chaz, I, I will say, now, you have a history of really high-quality production content. You shoot videos really, really well. It's great lighting, great editing, great audio, well-written scripts. Okay. You will Can get I none of that show every week. You will get oh. none of that here. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and to, to answer your question, hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I thought, what, this is the show? Is this what we're doing? We're just going to stroke my ego for half hour? I'm you down want to? Sure, this. we can do that. We've already started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chaz and Tony. Do, do toys have a nostalgia place in your heart? I mean, like when you see something you had as a kid, does it uh, does it bring back really good memories? And all of a sudden, uh, Chaz just walks away. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, wow, yeah, this was right. short. <laughs> now, when we don't script anything, he doesn't realize he's actually supposed to stay in front of the mic. Oh, look, he's got his Ghostbuster toy. Do toys have a nostalgic <laughs> place in my heart? He said in front of the Destro diorama with the G.I. Joe classified figures and his one six scale model Ecto one that he searched on eBay for seven months for. Answer your question. Of course not. Oh, that is classic. Oh, Lord. Oh, my heavens. Not a monster. Of course they do, Marty. So what? what's your earliest, what's your first toy that you remember playing a whole bunch with? Like, uh, so for me, for instance, uh, the the ones I remember playing with were um, Big Jim, the Ooh. the action figure Big Jim. I mean, I didn't have uh, GI Joe's. What, what yeah. was the what was the special thing about Big Jim? Because I had he, one too. He can make muscles. Was it oh muscle? Okay, okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, he I could you could flex right. his arms and he, and he would. And make, he would he, yeah, yeah. I had the Big Jim camper. I do remember that. Big was, Jim was Big Jim the precursor to Stretch Armstrong, or was Big Jim just big and burly and quite Big, big Jim was somebody's answer to a GI Joe. I think mm-hmm. that's when the oh. big, tall uh, action figures were really in. You know, like well, mm-hmm. how big were they? Seven, eight inches, something like that. And it was in response to that before all the small micro toys came out, like when the Star Wars line came out, the three and three quarter inch uh, yes. lines. Yep. Yeah, and and so I just remember Big Jim had this little metal band you'd put on his muscle, and you would pop his muscle, and the band would explode. <laughs> I forgot that. Oh my gosh, there must have been a lot of eyeball injuries when you were a kid. <laughs> and, and then of course, Planet of the Apes came out, and I had all the Planet of Apes figures and all the the stuff that went with it. So yes, oh neat. And then then micro machines, and I mean, we could just keep going on and on and on about our favorite toys. What what was one of yours, Chaz? Um, again, this is not scripted or anything, but interestingly enough, I think I'm not 100 sure, but in this cup right here. Oh, yep. Okay. Well, to answer your question, GI Joe. Um, okay. When like the summer after second grade or something, um, I was visit- visiting my grandma, and she got me a little GI Joe guy and a, a little jump pack, a uh, little jetpack playset, and that was my favorite toy. And from there, I went on. I collected them all. My whole childhood was all GI Joe. And in this cup right here uh, that I keep right behind me is actually. That G.I. Joe action figure, the very Ooh, same one, the arms wow. have been replaced, but the very same one that my grandma got me back in 1982. It's Flash, the laser specialist. Uh, nice. And uh, I don't have any of his gear and he's all wiggly and wobbly, but yeah, I, I keep that. him. I keep him close. Don't uh, try me about, all the time. 
Marty, so are, huh? you, are you still uh, currently buying G.I. Joe action figures and, and store toys and stuff? Well, as I mentioned before, <laughs> yes. Oh, so those are current. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, hold on. Stop. The, the, you took them out of the package. Oh, hold on. <laughs> okay. So while he goes away. <laughs> He's gone again. <laughs> what, what, what was one of your favorites? Uh, growing up, I forgot about Big Jim. I did love the Big Jim, but you know, actually one of the early things I remember were Legos. Legos? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I used to have, have, I guess, I don't. here's the thing. I don't even remember if it was the Lego brand set, but it was some sort of building blocks that I absolutely loved. So this is why there's such useless knowledge in my head, because I remember getting my Lego, my first Lego set when my mm -hmm. mom went to the Green Stamp store. And that was one of the books. <gasps> I forgot about the, the Green, green Stamp store. <laughs> oh my gosh, Green Stamps. <laughs> I remember those. That was another thing my grandma would always do. Anyway. Oh, oh my sorry. gosh. So, so he has he has a box he, of toys he, here, you've everybody. Got a, him oh, the box. nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we we got yeah, we got Storm Shadow. We got Scarlet. We got the bats. You gotta have uh you know, um you got Major Blood, <laughs> which I think was a Target exclusive. Um, you know, you gotta have Why? another bat because you gotta have army builders. And then I have this really awesome snake eyes, collector's edition, that um somebody uh close to my heart got me uh, a couple of years ago. So Still the oh, box. Thank, so yes, oh. see, I, I I can I can keep them in the box sometimes. <laughs> so, New in box, nice. So, yeah. so thank you, Rodney, for getting him snake eyes close to his heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, so here's the thing: yeah, is, why are we here, Marty? So every year on our regular show, this is something totally different, and special. We always talk about uh, the a finalist in the Na National Museum of Play. Uh, Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, they always come out the list of toys, and I can't remember, Tony, how many are inducted each year? Do you remember? Uh, I think it's, it's two. I think it's oh, only it's just two. two. Okay. I think it's two. Uh, and yeah, it's the Strong National Museum of Play. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so every year we talk about the nominees and then we'll come back and talk about the winners. And so I thought this year, let's do it, you know, in this special format and let's have another toy aficionado uh, on with us. So Chaz has come on to talk about each of the nominees and then each of us are going to pick the uh, three that we think should go in to the Hall of Fame. Oh. And what's the question we're asking? Because, you know, I pushed this on you, and I, I think we're, we're still trying to work on the name of this. Which toy should be in the Hall of Fame? No, which like toys that. suck? <laughs> okay. And here's the thing. Y'all have looked at the list. I have not. So this is going to be a live reaction as I start seeing this list. So I don't know whether you want me to scroll and go through them, or Tony, if you have it up, you can start talking about uh, the different nominees on the list. All right. So we're going to talk about the different nominees, and we're going to start at the top of the page. And first off, if for those of you, if you go to the Strong National Museum of Play, I'd like you to notice something. As you scroll the page, notice what the O in Strong, which is a marble, does. <gasps> Oh my gosh. It oh, rolls around. It rolls. This is over it, at museumofplay.org. Isn't that so cool? That's pretty awesome. I ha I I have a background in web design. Uh-huh. That's my classical training and I have never seen a web page this amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is it. This is the pinnacle of web development. The little rolling marble when you scroll the page. This is it. We're done. Internet's done. We can all go home. I'm sorry. Does anything on your web page do that? 
No, because <laughs> I'm a hack. No, this, I'm, so, I'm serious money. I am super, I am super tickled. I'm just, I am. Uh, I, I'm just sitting here scrolling up and down all day. Like, I have to make a confession. I did stumble onto that before we started recording. And I have to admit, I spent like two minutes just scrolling up and down. Oh, and me too. And watching. <laughs> now I'm stuck doing it because this is my first time on this page. So, so the first, <laughs> sorry. So the first, first one going in or first nominee our nominees are Bingo. What's his name? Oh, Bingo. Yeah, the game so, Bingo. Uh, yeah. I'm, I was looking at the, the stuff here. I didn't realize it's been around since 1530. Holy cow. Uh, yeah. Did I, I been didn't realize this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've missed you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can sit here and giggle for 30 minutes oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. Uh, a, a bingo i think that's i that's deserved a nomination 100 percent. oh yeah everybody I mean, played bingo i mean it stays with you what's, what's yeah. great about bingo is you play at a young age and then again when you retire and you're a senior citizen that's that's exactly mm. where i was going gets you on both ends that's, that's right it's a bingo. cradle to the grave game that's that i think they used to put that right on the box uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the slogan <laughs> Yeah, it's just like cradle of the grave right there. I think it's going to be a big, big hit. Uh, I don't see it as the winner this year, though. Hmm? Uh, I have to see what the rest of the list is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I think Bingo Bingo has something going for it because Bingo is kind of two games in one because it's kind of like, you know, hide and go seek built into a a tabletop game. So you got both of those things that you can enjoy. And it's a catchy Uh, song. Yeah, that's true. And so I'm going to tell on myself growing up playing bingo, I never understood it took, okay, not the brightest bulb, that when they call the letter, it was a clue to tell you where to look on the card. I didn't know that until much later in life. <laughs> I didn't. To be what, you know, I didn't realize that. No one ever told me that. You go in, they tell you, look at the bingo card, and you just mark the number. They don't say, like, in. G, uh, they didn't. They never explained that to me. You know what I didn't find out until about fifteen thirty is that <laughs> the uh, numbers in each column are within a certain digit yes, range. Yes. It, if they say like B seven, yeah, it's not going to be over in the right. Well, it's going to first be in the B column. Well, but, yeah. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it, 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 like the seven is always in this area, and like forty nine is always in that other area. I think, unless yes. I'm wrong. No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. Because I remember right. some oh, yeah. bingo pages actually had the the range of each of the column written on the page. Oh, it's an educational program. Mm-hmm. All right, what's go. next? All right, these are called Briar. N- nothing about the Briar ice cream, but Briar horses developed in 1951 from Briar. Modeling, mod, molding, molding. Sorry, and Marty, did you ever see these in toy stores? Yes, I saw them, but I never had a desire to own one. I wasn't a mm-hmm. you know horsey person. So, Chaz, how do you feel about collectors' items? Uh, don't please don't show me all your GI Joes again. Eddie's <laughs> <laughs> <And> gone. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't really play with them. I mean, that's what I remember about these sitting in a toy store. I was talking to someone. What was? Oh, I was talking. Hero Escape, the the new Hero Escape edition that's coming out. Um, it, it, it's about to go to like a it's a Hasbro Plus Kickstarter type thing. It's about to go do that. I was talking to someone about the return of Hero Escape, and they were talking about games that have miniatures. And they're like, "Well, you're basically playing with toys." It's like, "No, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no." 
if if you play with it, it's a toy. If you apply rules to it, it's a game. And if you put it on a shelf and don't touch it, it's a collectible. And so, yeah. So I'm wondering, were these toys or were these collectibles? That's good. I I think it was, if you're a young person, you obviously galloped and made horsey noises with them. But every time I was in the toy store, it was always older people buying these things to add to their collection. And then when you would go to estate sales, you'd see these box of horses, you know, things like that. Oh, from Cradle Grave, right there. (laughs) That's another another Cradle to the Grave candidate. Yeah, their slogan too. All right, so do y'all think it's worthy of going into the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I have to see the whole list. I'll come back and tell you my top three. When what does your there. freaking gut I, tell you? I, no, I can tell you. No, I can tell Nay. The answer <laughs> is nay. Come on, guys. God dang it. It's, it feels like it is scripted, but it's not. <laughs> this is, this is my world every minute of every day. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, so, right. I mean, let's do a gut check here, Marty. I don't, you don't need okay. to see the whole list. Okay. You, right, I, next, thought you want, I thought you said we got to keep this a 30 minutes. You just I am. keep belay- Okay. No, I don't. But this is entertaining <laughs> versus when you and I do it. That's fair. Okay. So, so, so the next one up is Catan. How has this not been Ooh. nominated before? I'm sure it has been, but maybe it, maybe it That's has. I don't a question I was going to have. If it doesn't win, do games or toys get to come back and be nominated again, like uh, like in in baseball, like you the senior ballot or something like that? No, no that's, that's what causes games to go out of print is when they fail their nomination, they're pulled from the uh, shelves. So, <laughs> so if Catan doesn't win, that's it. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, by the way, I I I'll go ahead and tell you right now. I haven't seen the rest of this list, but if this doesn't get in the Hall of Fame. I don't know what should because is this not like the grandfather or father of modern Euro games? But but your but your mindset is on board games. This isn't exactly. about us. And but, look at what board games have done since Catan came out in 1995. It's bludgeoned into a, a billion dollar business, and a lot of it can go right back to Catan. I mean, even the people that don't play hobby games have now probably heard of Catan because it's in Target, oh, yeah. Walmart, everywhere. But based on your logic, then bingo should go before Catan or Catan. Because think of all the monies that went into bingo or yeah, out yeah, of people's that's pockets. True. Well, didn't did you say that each year there's going to be two inductees? So my money now is on bingo and Catan, both of based, them. Uh, based on the first three. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> Exactly. I have a two-thirds <laughs> chance of being absolutely right. Yeah. All right. The the next one has sh- is shocking. Light bright. I uh, loved my light bright. Shocking? I what, loved my you, light bright. Did you never put your hand behind it? Shocking. Uh, yeah, I did I his chance. I I got it. I, I got, got it. I didn't get the reaction that he gets. I see where we are on this tonight. Well, see, it, I, I, you, you set it up too well. That's what I saw it coming. I saw the joke coming too far away. You you were blinded by it. Uh, that you're getting better. You're getting better. <laughs> that was better. That was better. <laughs> uh, light bright. So, did y'all have one as a kid? I did. Played the mess out of it. My brother nope. did. There was one kicking around in the back of the his bedroom. I remember. You know, half of the half of the lights were on the floor. Half of them were in it. Screen had a big crack down the middle. I think that's how they came that way. I'm not sure. Problem is, is once you did all the pictures, then you have to go get refills of new pictures. And and my parents never got me refills. So I was just bored. 
Oh my gosh. Or, or express an iota of creativity. Thank you, Chaz. <laughs> Imagination. Just, yeah, just, it's a toy. You, you've known me about 10 years, Chaz. There is no creative bone in this body. Fair. I'm just going to stop talking for uh, that topic. Uh, I don't know. Light Bright doesn't impress me. It never has. It's basically mm-hmm. a glorified, glorified. It's, it's hard to say and even harder to enjoy because it's just a glorified flashlight to me. So I, I'm sorry. I just can't get with it. They still make them now, but it's with the, I guess it's the LED lights in the back or Mm -hmm. something. It's a little bit more fancy now. Yeah. How is this not a a smaller little Christmas tree thing, you know, where you've got the little lights going around? That's, I I never had one. I wanted one, but my, my parents were smart to know that it was not going to stick with me, that Mm. I was not imaginative enough. And, but then I finally did get one at a yard sale. And it didn't have any of the sheets in it. I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, like you just said earlier, a little I- an iota of creativity. And you know me, how many years? 30 plus. So there you go. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> the one thing that Light Bright has going for it is in that worst case scenario that you described, it could be the poor man's easy bake oven. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. Put your grilled cheese on top of that, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's got 1970s technology. He'll probably cook that thing in five minutes. For people 35 and under, <laughs> the Easy Bake Oven also used a light bulb as its cooking mechanism. So, also, I believe a toy uh, museum, Toy of Fall Fame inductee, I think, mm-hmm. if all of those oh, the Easy Bake sense. was. Yeah. So, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Actually, I'm making stuff up now. So, Chaz, uh, you have a daughter. Did she never have an Easy Bake? My daughter did. No, she was never into that. Um, though we have a microwave, so that might have just solved that problem right there. Uh, she, so she she told me one day when she was probably three, uh, we were you know like, do you want some dolls? Do you want you want to play with this? You want some ponies? And she said, she thought she said, Daddy, I don't want to be a princess. I want to be a paleontologist. There you so go. That kind of that set the bar real early right there. So we went right into like you know science degrees and. Stuff like I that. Okay. Yeah. All right. The ne- the next one should make y'all giddy with with excitement. He man. That's what I thought would happen. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I didn't play with him either. So masters of the universe. Game. No, here's the thing. I I never owned any because this was at the point in time where I, was, I wasn't doing a lot of toys. But I remember I did watch the cartoons. Hmm. Mm. So. So one thing about He-Man that we need to remember is that if I, it was Mattel's attempt to take over the toy market. It was, we're going to develop a comic or, or a, a TV show that can help sell the toy, if I remember correctly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that golden age of 80s animation. So, like, well, what can we sell with Oh, us? my gosh. I can't remember the exact. So this is on Toys That Made Us. They have a whole episode on mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe. And it is something like that to where well, it, the show to sell the toy. I, th- I think that was the, the way it went, mm-hmm. right? They make mm-hmm. the show to try to sell the toy or something like that. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think they were competing with the G.I. Joe because Mattel didn't do oh. G.I. Joe. Yeah, 100%. Right, they Chaz? Won. Right, right, exactly. Uh, G.I. Joe, I'm pretty sure, was uh, was not them. 
you just showed us stacks and stacks of G.I. Joe. Who was the original maker of G.I. Joe? What I th- toy I'm company? pretty sure it's Hasbro. Hasbro. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So where do we, uh, so, so we've gone through five so far. Where are we seeing and, uh, the ranking right we're now, right Marty? on schedule too. <laughs> I can make this go. I can fly this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I so, will tell you my three at the end. Lord. All right. So next is probably my all-time favorite toy of Nerf. Oh, love Nerf. Oh, 100%. Nerf is a... Look, Nerf has been... uh, They just show on the webpage just a Nerf ball, but Nerf is in everything. I have crates out in my garage of Nerf guns that my three sons collected over the years and basically, still today, to this day, when I mow the yard, I'll find a Nerf dart somewhere in the mm-hmm. yard. Chaz, did you, did you Chaz have Chaz looks confused, either constipated or confused. <sighs> Why not both? Um, <laughs> I, Nerf, I don't know. I don't know if Nerf is a viable contender because I'm on Ooh. When you really get down to it, it's a sponge, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just a glorified sponge. And so I don't know if I can really get behind Nerf for being in the Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, and, but did you, uh, first off, and I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize it had been around since 1960. That's because I remember playing with that little ball picture that were the ball that they have there, and just sitting there hours, just throwing the little ball and catching it, and and it was oh. Fresh, freshman year in college, we had a Nerf hoop in our room. Oh, Nerf hoop. And we played the mess. Uh, so, uh, uh, so uh, my roommate Tony knows him. Lucky, I mean, he would just basically sit on his bed and just swish, swish. Sw- we just had competitions who can make the most baskets, and, and then it got physical. And then we'd play. But then we, there was a certain rule where you had to play on your knees. There, there, we got hurt a lot playing Nerf hoop. I think over the years. <laughs> Was it the whole purpose of Nerf so you don't get hurt? <laughs> no, 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 no. According to that, Nerf was so that you could play it indoors without the ball hurting the the, the indoors. Oh, Fair. Oh, it's a twist. Okay. Because mm-hmm. Nerf corrected. football, you getting hurt. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. news, mm. you weren't going to puncture yourself with the end of a football. Yeah, that's true. Weesh. Once you catch the ball, you get hurt. Is the thing. Mm, and okay. unless you played when it was cold and you iced it down and that's another story we won't talk about. I did like the, uh, the Nerf balls that whistled. Mm. Oh, did you ever have the Nerf ball that had the, uh, uh, the arrow, uh, uh, yeah. the, off the, off the back of it. And you could like hurl that thing 40, 50 yards. It was so awesome. Did you play with Nerf? Did you and your brother ever play with Nerf? No, we had the internet. <laughs> That's fair. You have video games. Okay. Oh. Oh. Are you saying Sorry. you're younger than us? I think you're about eight, nine years younger than us. Something like that. Yeah. You had to play Nerf. Uh, you know, I was, they, they were probably around. I was, I was never much of a, you know, sports guy. So, you know, I, to be honest, I was in my room with paper, pencil, my GI Joe guys, uh, and you know, stuff like that, just drawing and doing comics and really geeky things like that. Instead of, you know, exercise, sunlight, <coughs> uh, brushing my teeth, <laughs> nutrition. All right. Uh, you know, All right. Mo- now grammar. here, here, here to me is probably the biggest disappointment. On the list, 
and that is a pinata. I agree. What? It's a toy that gives you more toys when you beat the crap out of it. How is that not every child's dream? <laughs> Dang it, he does make a point. A dull one, but no. <laughs> <laughs> He, he makes a dull, squishy, nerf-like point. Point, yeah. <laughs> no. So, all right. So how many of y'all, how, did you have a pinata at a kid's birthday party and it was the most dangerous thing ever to give a blindfolded child a stick and say yeah, swing? I'm, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the pinata was developed by someone who wasn't terribly fond of children. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. It's like, if you get lucky and hit this, you <laughs> yeah. might get a reward. Yeah, and when we get home from the hospital, you can have it. I mean, how many America's Funniest Home Videos have there been with a parent getting whacked in the nuts with a pinata stick? Not enough. I agree. So so we're all in agreement. We're not going to spend any more time on this, even though you haven't mentioned that. We're moving on. So next is a card game. It's like eating it into the ground. (laughs) No, don't don't, don't give him satisfaction on that one. I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> All right. So if you encourage next, him, how will he learn? Next is a card game that I absolutely despise, but I have to play it with my mom and my aunt and uncle, and that is phase 10. Burn it. How How is this? Okay. Uno's, I think, has been nominated in the past, mm-hmm. I believe. But there's got to be others besides phase 10. That, uh, others after Uno and Phase 10 that deserves recognition. It might be, but they obviously people have voted in the, and the people have spoken as to what should go in and it Rook. made the ranking. Yeah. But I, I will, there's a shout out to our Discord channel one time where they were saying, when we were discussing this and I said, you know, Phase 10 shouldn't happen. And they said, you should play Scramble Phase 10 or Phase 10 Scramble where people have to, you don't know who's completing what part of the phase 10. They said that will make it a lot more interesting. And I said, I will give that a try. So I can see that, but all in all, I'm with y'all. No, 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 no. All right. Something I never had. Pound puppies. This, uh, okay. Did you ever have uh, pound puppies, Chaz? No, I had the internet. <laughs> Sorry, no. And the worst ones. Wow. <laughs> he, was like, no, um, he, he was the war games kid. Mm-hmm. Pound Puppies was, for some reason, huge when I was a kid. They were just everywhere. And there was even like a Saturday morning cartoon show that was actually pretty good. But the Pound Puppy dolls were everywhere for like two two years or so. It was really strange. But this, to me, this was one of those toys. It's very faddish. I mean, yeah. we, ha- we had the, uh, I think a few years, Tony, wasn't the Pet Rock nominated? Yes. Uh, I-, I don't like voting for the faddish game. Fad, F-A-D, not F-A-T. Faddish games that kind of like are in and out and then you never see them again. But that's, that's me. Mm, yeah, but you and I have also argued over the stick being nominated. Because that's, it's a stick. It's such toy. It's been around for a while. We have a hurricane coming through this weekend. There'll be lots of toys in our yard after it's over. (laughs) Don't disagree. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. We've already had that conversation. (laughs) 
All right. Next is a card game from Milton Bradley called Racco, which I've never played. Have you never have heard you of either it? You played him? Never heard of it. I've avoided Racco because it looks you like you had the internet. The Rolodex. Oh, well, <laughs> it looks like a Rolodex. Okay. Yeah. I, and yeah. And if I wanted to play with a Rolodex, I would play with any of the other Rolodexes that I already have. Okay, if you could produce a Rolodex right now for us to see, I'll be super impressed. All right. Oh, no. No way. If he walks, he's just walked off screen, y'all. If he comes back with a real Rolodex, uh, he Uh, wins. (laughs) Or maybe not. (laughs) I don't have it. It, I put it away in my other Rolodex. So that's all right. (sighs) What I wouldn't give, though. If I, if I, I, of all the days, not to have my Rolodex holster on my belt. So. Thank you. Do you even you know what a Rolodex is? talking about actual things. I'm, I'm looking. My wife used to have not a Rolodex, but she had one with business cards that was flat and didn't spin. You just thumb through like a racco. I was looking for it here. <laughs> just a racco, a rano. Exactly. So racco. So we've never played it. We don't know why. So we really can't be fair to it. I hear, though, that it's a classic game um, where you rack them and score them. So that's um, also, I hear that it has great family fun for over 50 years. <laughs> Little known fact about Racco, QR code. So, there I was go. say, I, there's actually a QR code on That's pretty impressive. Yes. And, and basically, you're building an ascending tree. To allow you to score and win. So it teaches you number that. progression. Yeah. And, and I, I wonder if it's still out there. I wish we had some way of going out and seeing what's in a store's inventory or something. It's called Amazon. Amazon. There's probably some. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's we, called, it's called the internet. All right. So, uh, Chaz, you said you like <laughs> yes. sitting in your room, drawing comics and drawing things. So that means... You have had to have had and enjoyed the next nominee, a Spirograph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spirograph. Surprisingly, no, not oh. with it. Nope. nope. I have issues. I have issues oh. with the Spirograph. I have the okay, same this issues with the Spirograph. Nope, not yet. I, I will let you build anticipation in the back of your throat, like some sort of sweet nectar, because my problem or with a, the Spirograph- that's true. Either way, whichever you prefer. Uh, the Spirograph's problem for me is the same problem I have with the final nominee on this month's list. This month, this year's. This list we're looking at today. So you're saying and we need to come back to the Spirograph after the last item on the list. Okay. Because yes. I loved my Spirograph. I loved putting like the gears and then you had the, the, and you had the big outer gear and you rotate the inner gear inside and wherever you put the pin and the hole in that inner gear, it made these really cool. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. So this is the thing that got me with the Spirograph. I, I, I only had one briefly and I'm sure it was from a yard sale too. Cause I think that's where my mom got all my toys. Um, <laughs> so it's, it Honey, was, was one, uh, looks like Tony uh, Christmas coming up. Uh, is there any yard sales around going on this weekend? Well, you know, in, in the fall in the Carolinas, that's prime yard selling. A hundred percent. That's prime yard selling. So the Spirograph, you needed a cork board to put the little pins in to hold the outer wheel. 
or or a piece of cardboard, yes. Or a piece of cardboard. Mm-hmm. And then you take the inner. So when you did that, if you used a pen, I would end up ripping the paper. Mm. I just had a lot of issues. I I'll, I had issues when no, I was a kid. No, I see your point. I do see your point. If you if you attach the paper to something that's soft underneath, you couldn't bear down very hard on the pen or you would rip the paper. And, and if you didn't attach the large wheel to something soft, it was going to spin whenever you spun the inner one <laughs> because it had to be secured. Wow. All right. I think y'all just may have talked me out of putting this on my list for my, my nominee. Yeah. I love this, right. but the I one thing I for. like about the Spirograph is it is, you know, it is a portable fractal delivery device and that's <laughs> pretty cool. Okay. But are you just going to sit here and read all of them? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that I didn't, that was, that was from here, Tony. <laughs> that was, that was a hundred percent homegrown brain thought. That wasn't, no, not, sorry. That's, that was the inner voice coming out. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well, that's fine. Well, how does your inner voice feel about our last nominee, The Top? Angry. Okay. No. Why? No tops. Why? Because The Top is a sham. The Top is nothing but a glorified cone. Come on. You spin a top. Top does nothing. It's tr- centrifugal force that's really the star of the show here. That's what we should be inducting into the Toy Hall of Fame. Centrifugal force. Not Cent- some overblown wooden cone. Centrifugal force isn't real. What? Yeah, Don't you remember that from are? physics, Tony? Centrifugal force? There's not a force that does what you think it does. Remember, it's it's uh, it's uh, when you move things like being, in, in a circle, it tend, they think things tend like to move in a tangent. That's what the centrifugal force is. That was that class you told me to take that I almost failed because no, you said it was metaphys- easy. Metaphysics? Sounds like it. No. Sounds like Marty failed it too. <laughs> I, so, so, now, so now you're telling me now you're telling me that physics is fake. No. Next no. thing you're going to tell me is that we live on a globe or something. I mean, come no, on. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just I remember, I remember this in <laughs> physics class where they talked about uh, like if you spin a bucket of water around, why does the water stay in the bucket? And everybody says it's centrifugal force. Professor said it's not centrifugal force. The water stays in the bucket because it tends to want to move at the tangent to the circle. And that's what's keeping it in. And that's why if you release the bucket, it, when you release it, it moves tangent to the circle and not continuing in a circle like it would you think it would if it was centrifugal force. Okay. Note, bucket of water is going to be one of next year's nominees. <laughs> I would, I would think so. Why not? I mean, think of all the fun you had. But I do By know the that way, if it, for any physicist that's listening, that's not worth five dollars. So do, yeah, somebody's going to come back and correct me and say I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm just messing with y'all. So I do know if the top stops, we're not in a dream. Oh, that's true. Wait a minute. If the top stops, we're not in a dream. Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. We're back so to the question inception. is: Did the top stop? At the end of the movie? Yes. I, do, that's a gr- I don't know. I, I love yeah. that movie. I love it, too. So, the thing about it. Now, in order for tops to be entertaining, you have to be making up stuff about them. Imaginary <laughs> stuff. Oh, in a dream, <laughs> if we dream about tops, we can break the laws of centrifugal force. But that's the only... Tops, no. Tops are the poser of the toy world. Okay. So, why, what was so bad about Spirograph? You said we have to come back to it. We don't have to, but we are. They also use centrifugal force to spin around like that. (laughs) 
You got it. You stopped. <laughs> He's doing a finger motion with this. Oh. That's not centrifugal force. force. That's just drawing a circle. Uh, yeah. And it's centrifugal force when your brother flicks them at you like a frisbee from across the room. Okay, that's That's fair. him playing his gambit. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's true. Because yeah, okay. he just saw it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. But, so, uh, top. Right. so top. So uh, top. Bottom. Uh, Tops on the bottom. Tops on the bottom That's, is what you're saying. All right. So here we get. So what was that? 12 nominees? 12 nominees. So, all right. So, so do y'all know what y'all's top three is going to be? Yeah. Three? Okay. I actually no. did my homework, but you had to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. okay. I know what mine are. I'm, I'm not, mine's not going to be in order. So we'll just go around the room and everybody just list one of the three. Okay. Can you not quickly rank them in your head? No. <laughs> I if only there was some sort of ranking game that you guys did all the time that, you know, would prepare you for a situation like this. <laughs> we hadn't done that forever. Cause we, cause nobody wants to come on anymore. Even yeah. somebody. You're, you're our first guest in six years. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Well, you know, there's been the pandemic, so I can't come on the podcast. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> no, he hasn't. He's not our first. We've had we've had others, but um, yeah. Just so kidding. let's go around. So I'll I'll start okay. us off. All, All right. right. Okay. So obviously, Nerf is going to be on my list. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. So now we'll go to Chaz. Well, I gotta show respect for the board gaming community and have Catan be one of my three picks. I just, it, it gotta. Uh, ditto, and I think it's, I mean, it, yeah. Ditto with Chaz, 100%. I, I just don't see how a, a whole hobby blossomed potentially from this yes. one game. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Yep. So, so that's, to, that's one of mine. So to, to go back to one of mine, then Catan was going to be one of mine as well. Next. Okay. Oh. Okay. But I'm dad too. Um, Y'all got two more to go. Pick one. Uh, I think that Masters of the Universe actually has a really good chance because it seems to be having resurgence of nostalgic popularity at the moment. That was my next vote. I mean, Netflix Ooh. has just released, I know, the, mm. the animation, a couple animation versions. Uh, Kevin Smith did one. And then there was one that was more of a CGI-ish type animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Masters of the Universe is on my list too. All right. Yeah. So what would be your number three? The top. <laughs> it's, it's, it's due. It's Are been you around serious? Since. It's the top. Yeah, it's been around since the year, what, three? So, you know, and it's, you know, people played with it for years. It, it's part of certain, you know, uh, cultures and heritages, history. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, to me, it's a, it's a, it's a slam dunk. All right. I appreciate that logic because if you think about how, yes, it's been around forever, but when did you stop playing? Are people going to simply give it a pity vote? Because, I mean, other than when you were a small child, you stopped playing with tops unless you did battle tops. Mm. That's just see resurgence battle tops. I think it's quite possible for it to even even get in, even if it did have to have the pity vote. And if it's one person that knows about receiving pity votes, it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marty, where's your number three? What, what's a third one off for your list? My third one, man, this, this one's actually tough. I'm torn between, since you said nerf, I'll say something different. Cause I was going to go nerf. Um, 
I, you made a good point about Catan. It's hard to argue with for Catan, and I have Bingo on there, so I'll put Bingo on there. Oh. Okay. And then I think about everybody who's out in the world, outside of this board game community, and what they would be leaning towards. I was going to go with actually top twos, Chaz, hmm. but oh. but I think I'm going to have to go with the poor man's Easy Bake Oven. Light bright, light bright, really? That's a dark um, horse. It's a, it's a strong no, dark it's, horse. It's quite quite bright. <laughs> it's almost it's, light bright, Marty. It says it right in the title. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I think it continues. It's the toy that you always see that everybody like. We all know it. Up. So what? Because it lights up. It lights <laughs> up. You always see. We we all know. Yeah. Now, do you think? Do you think that the you know the current um, popularity and accessibility of colored LED lights, which are everywhere now, has biased your opinion towards light bright? No, I just think it's a constant toy that people will always promote the creativity of their little ones. And I think it just brings back a lot of resurgence for people who had them. Uh, Nothing against Catan, but our little community, yes, it's grown, but it's nothing compared to the toy community. You know, I mean, you walk in, people, people walking down the aisles at Walmart or something, are they grabbing Catan off the shelf? No, they're grabbing Phase 10 or they're grabbing um, some other Monopoly game. They're not grabbing that. They don't know anything about this. So those are my three. Mm. So so of these, which one, which one do you think is going to win? Of the ones we just mentioned? Yeah. Or out of, those are the three that you would like to see no, win. No, that's, but which no. one? No, I, no, this is, no, I, I'm picking the ones I think will win. Okay. Not the ones I want to see win. All right. And I have already forgotten what's most of the things on the list. Um, uh, you said Catan, I, Masters of the Universe, and Top. Yeah. And I, I, I got to stick with those points because, I mean, if nothing else, I have to, you know, pretend that, at least pretend I believe in my choices. So, I have to pretend yeah, I'm having fun tonight and interested in this conversation. <laughs> wow. You're the one who came up with this topic. <laughs> we, we do it every year. Every single year. <laughs> so, so, Chaz, who do you think of your three are going to win? Or your Chaz, you pick. Who do you think is going to win this thing? Which one? Of this three? I actually, uh, uh, I really think that I, I'm looking at things that have been inducted in the past. You got cardboard box, you got stick. <laughs> that really makes me think top is, is, is if I had to put money down, I, I would actually put my money on top. You make a really good point about bingo versus Catan. Whoever said that it wasn't me. So I wasn't paying attention, but <laughs> bingo is really a mainstay of gaming. You know, you got entire halls and parlors that are dedicated to the sport. But Catan has been so influential in the last 20 years of gaming. Bring it to a close. Mm -hmm. Land this plane. Let's go. (laughs) In short, I don't remember what your question was. So I'm hoping that I somehow have answered it. Pick one. One. Pick one. One. Top. I'm top. It's got to be top. Uh, They're going top. Uh, I'm going to say Masters of the Universe because I think it just has a really cool story of how it got started and it was hot and it's hot again. 
um, Masters of the Universe. I think it's going to get in. And I'm I'm really hoping I'm pulling for the nerf. I want nerf to win. I uh, that's a good point. That's nerf, just, you know, nerf's going to get in. I think nerf will also be one of the two. There's just too many toys that have the word nerf in it at this point. It's insane the number of nerf toys that there are. And think Name of what it's spawned in our English language that got nerfed. <gasps> oh, he's no got one a ever point. uses the word top. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. You're all top. Yeah. Bingo. T- <laughs> you got it. You got the only example I can think of. Man. You're, you're the brightest bulb in the bunch. You're a light bright. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. You totally could to be there. Uh, you like pounding yes. puppies. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, Get the horse well, out I of here. I think I just got disconnected. Oh. So, so I think the general consensus is, I th- it seems like we each got one that we're pretty confident about. So should we call the National Museum of Play? And so here's how this picks? works is the, anybody can vote, but the voting has already closed and they'll announce the winners in November. So come around November, we're going to see uh, who actually won. And I've actually so, talked to people who've been to the Strong Museum. They say it's really, really cool to go see. It sounds really neat. If their museum is half as cool as their website logo, then <laughs> it has got to be the most incredible experience you've ever had. Because they so, also had the uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame, too. I don't think that was them. Uh, it's under their exhibits. Oh, okay. I World was, Video I was Game just... Hall of Fame. They also <laughs> have are. a play lab, a skyline climb, and a butterfly garden. Ooh. R- real butterflies? I- Look, you're asking way too much. I'd have to go down and click on that to actually find out if that's the case or not. And, and to your point, Chaz, they've also got a website that you can sit there for minutes upon minutes, scrolling up and down, watching the little marble spin. That's what I have been doing during the bulk of this conversation. No wonder it's been so entertaining for our <laughs> listeners and watchers. <laughs> So, all right, Marty, we got to figure out how to end this thing, but I do want to comment on our selection of attire. So we matched last time. This time you brought out your toy t-shirt. I appreciate mm-hmm. you bringing out Rock'em yeah, it's, Sock'em. It's uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots for those listening on the podcast. And the best I could do was my Tony the Tiger t-shirt, thinking of toys in cereal. That's, that's as oh. close as I could come. Sorry. That's really good. I'm just a giant man child. So I got that <laughs> going for me. That was my, that was my contribution. Right. So, so I assume all of us digged for toys and cereal, correct? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Definitely don't still do that. Do, yeah. do they even put toys in there anymore? No, no. Okay. Now it's just broken glass and syringes. Oh yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I remember. I it's like crunchy. my parents would say, "Oh, what kind of cereal you want?" And it's like I'm trying to remember what commercial came on Saturday morning talking about which toy was in there. I go, "I want uh, Apple Jacks," but you hate Apple Jacks. No, I think I like them now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> <laughs> there used to be good toys. You filled your cereal bowl with sin and lies. <laughs> oh, 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 what's the little egg that has the toy in it? It has like a bite Kinder. of Kinder. Kinder something. Yeah, it's got a mm. it's got a bite of chocolate and then a toy on the other side of it. I'm like, that's, that's brilliant. All that's all you need to get you through your day. That's, that's, it. That's, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a recording. It's like <laughs> a chocolate pinata. Oh, wait, next year, Kinder Egg will be on the the toy of fame, probably. 
That's... If you fill your pinata with Kinder eggs, does the fun ever, ever, ever stop? <laughs> <laughs>